welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. Father, we thank you for the grace you've given to us. We pray that, Lord, let your word be a blessing to us. Let there be transformation in our thinking. And let our families be dedicated and consecrated unto you from this day onwards. In Jesus' name, amen. Give God a clap. You are tired of clapping? Clap. Praise God. I'm teaching shortly and we enter into prayer. It's a family consecration Sunday. I'm preaching on the subject, restoring the altar of God in our families. The family is very crucial in the plans of God. God has an agenda, but that agenda, an agenda on earth. And his major channel is through the family. Say the family. Every single person on earth belongs to a family. But we are in a time and a generation where family seems not to be working. And every single person is complaining about the family system. And we keep complaining about the nation and the society, about our politicians and our leaders. Our leaders are not this, our politicians are not this. Leaders of institutions are not, they are taking this, they, they, are, they want money, they do this, they do that. The question is, who is producing these leaders in, this, in these positions? Every single human being is coming from a home. Our homes have been left for the enemy to introduce all kinds of ideologies and practices that has affected the kind of people coming out of our families, including you and I. But God is a God of tribes and nations. He told Abraham, through you shall the nations of the earth be blessed. So God has a plan for your family and also the enemy has a plan for your family, for your information. Every target of God is a target of the enemy. Every target of God is a target of the enemy. When Jesus came on the earth, God has an intention that Jesus was going to die on the earth and save humankind. And the enemy also plotted to try and terminate the child at a very young age. 
So as much as the family is God's base to populate the earth and build societies and systems in his own plan, the enemy also has plans to take over families. Can I hear a big amen? Whatever is happening in our homes is giving us a reflection in the society. The building block of society is the family. And the building block of families are marriages. And if the marriages are not working, the families will not work. If the marriages are breaking, the total upbringing, the input from father and mother that is needed to raise a child will be absent. So you, you see a man, he, he was raised by a single parent. He was raised by a hardcore father alone. He will not have a human touch. If you see a man raised by the mother alone, and it's a very soft system, the man is not firm. So you go and marry him, and you start having challenge because every decision you take is going to mama. And it's not his fault. He came to meet it. That is why if you are a Christian and a believer, we must go back to what the Bible is saying that at least from our time, we will go back to the Bible and that which defeated our parents. My, my, my parents divorced. So I know what I'm talking about. That is not the plan of God. Divorce is not the plan of God. Because it can bring an untold hardship. If it's not even financial. Ha, it's not what God planned. So we have to begin to take our family life serious. And that is why we organize this service. And we'll do that every year. The last Sunday of November. To present our families to God. We have to change the narrative. God must be brought back into our families. Christ must take his throne and his place in the family. Our uncles, our aunties, our siblings, our cousins, our nephews, everybody must begin to submit under God once again. It used to be, but now so much recalcitrant behaviors have entered into our families and it is destroying the family structure. Now, incest is so high now. Where there is God, incest cannot be. Where the, the, the altar of God has been raised, you can't have lesbians. So if a father sleeps with the daughter and the daughter gives birth, how is the child going to call the father and the mother? <laughs> Christ came to restore. There are people, some mothers have raised their sons only for the sons to become something and now locked up in prison. All investment gone. There are people, they raise their children 
premature death is in that family. It's like it's something that is wrong. So Obi will cry any news. Sorry, why? That means that it is a normal thing. That Christ came for this reason. The Bible said that Christ would destroy the works of the enemy. Today, as we lift our families before God, may the Lordship of Christ take over our families. Can I hear a bigger amen? amen? How can two women be in the same room and they have planned to chew their children? You chew my own today, tomorrow I chew my It is that generation that has the altars of God in the family broken. That generation where we Christian families. I know some of you get offended, but no, I don't care. I preach the word without fear of favor. Christian families, then they do contract marriage. Young, upcoming 24-year-old boy. No, Marco Pei, Italian, 65 years. Ah! Where is the God of Israel? That is why people can get up and blast the church anyhow. Because the power of God, no, it has been diluted in the church. We don't uphold, you see, Christians. Some of you have started betting. It is not betting, it is Luto. It is a, 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 a computerized loto. It's a game of no trust in God. Yeah. I told you, you got offended, but I don't care. It is, you, you want to, who could try loto? A winnie, 15 million. What have you used it for? Since you have been betting. Do you see honorable people in that place? Honorable people, they, are, they feel shy to go. So they hide in their bedroom, like you. <laughs> betting is loto. Lack of trust in God. Lack of trust in the systems of God. You want to buy Range or Rover overnight. I don't know. I don't know. I left my notes. I'm just flowing. Left my notes. I'm preaching. I'm ministering to some people. Yeah. As Manchester and Liverpool is playing today, some of you know. Manchester, no, I bet, yeah, two one, I bet, some or three one. And I pray that you bet more. Give the Lord a clap of it. What type of generation are we having in church? 
the family structure must be restored. Else we will have so many churches and the society will not be affected. I'm telling you. And the whole thing starts from the house. The whole thing starts from the house. Our parties are polluted. Our home, small fun is like you have gone to a club. You enter into a, a, a Christian home. They are doing party. You, for, you would think you are in a club. Yeah, and your children are watching. Then when they are 11 years and they are going to 15 years, they say their talent is that they must be a DJ in the club. Then you start saying you have to go to school. <laughs> then you bring them to pastor. Pastor, advise my son for me. I have no advice for him. Because train up the child the way he should go. And when he grows, he will not depart from it. Give the Lord a clap of him. You are not clapping because maybe the thing, no? A cue. I, I, I'm, I'm continuing in that line. Continuing there. The altars in our families must be raised. Must be raised. For Christ's sake. And we can change the narrative. Some of you are from some families. Eh? The fact that you are in Accra doesn't mean that we don't know your family. When we come for your engagement, we will know your family. We will know. We, we, we will know. By the time your uncles and people are coming. <laughs> say, hey, eh. Nobody will say anything. No. Say they are quiet. When you see that people are suddenly quiet. They are analyzing a lot of things. The family structure is critical to God. God presented himself to the Christian as a father and not almighty God. We don't pray almighty God. If you're a Christian, we don't pray almighty God. God is our father. That is why you see somebody go and mess up, you come back, God won't kill him. Because you, that's your son in your life. Eh? That troublesome son. When they come and people are talking this day, you tell them, oh, monkey, no fine, but mama like him. But when you come to church and you see that bad boy coming to church, then you say, ah, this guy too is a Christian. But you, you are a handful for your parents, but they never throw you away. God is to us a father. And Jesus is our big brother because God refers to him as his son. So God is a family man, Ephesians 3, 15 to 16 because of time. The family mindset of God is so crucial to him. If even he has to bless the world with his son, he will go through a family system. So Joseph was betrothed or Mary was betrothed to Joseph and Jesus had to come through Mary. When Holy Ghost got Mary pregnant without her eggs and the sperm of Joseph, Joseph wanted to cut link with the woman because I've betrothed you. Everything has been done. We are waiting for ceremonial purposes and then we marry. You are pregnant at 16, 17 years. Jack, I'm an honorable man. Go your way. God, being a family man, came to speak to Joseph. So God is interested in our families. God wants to restore the glories in our families. It's a heartache when a family member goes mentally ill. 
And sometimes in the family, it's not one. It's not one auntie. It's not one uncle. You think God will produce madmen in your family? You think that is God's intention? Look at the people God brings into the world and makes a declaration over them. Look at Jesus. Look at Samson. Look at Daniel. Look at Joseph. Look at John the Baptist. Those are not small destinies. You carry a glorious destiny. God said, for I know the thought that I have for you. He is not having the thought to make you a madman. So who is making the people mad? Medical people. Oh, pastor, it is medical condition. Medical, I mean, it's a mental health something. So don't spiritualize it. Hey, Peter's mother-in-law had malaria, fever. Say fever. Say fever. What is fever? Shivering. You are, you are hot, but you are feeling cold. That is fever. And it is medical. It could be malaria. It could be typhoid. It could be COVID. It could be COVID. It could be hepatitis. It could be stomach ulcer. But the Bible said when Jesus prayed for her, she was fine. Why didn't what medical drugs can do, Jesus does it better. May the Lord Jesus restore your family back to the original purposes of God. In the name of Jesus. The prayer altar is God's altar in your family. So in the first service, I showed them something that it is on the prayer, the altar of God that destinies are shaped. The altar of God that destinies are shaped. There are altars in everybody's family. There are altars in your family. As a Christian, you need to walk in authority and as the ambassador of God and begin to raise another life from your family. One day I told you we were going for a funeral. I was waiting for one of us to come home and we go. He was moving on the motorway at 3 a.m., 2.33 a.m. You know, when he got somewhere from afar, he saw a white structure in the middle of the road. So he was a bit confused. As he got closer, this was a fully grown man in white calico in the middle of the road. What is he doing? Is that his bedroom? I saw a news where somebody put some of this Ghana card on the Facebook that he was traveling on the Kumasi road and his dad is in the mortuary. Young boy. Families. Abuebi Bekawa. Non frantama. I won't quote your own. I'll quote Jerry John Rollins. Abuebi Bekawa, no frantama. They are household enemies. But in Rebecca's family, the altar of God was alive. At her engagement, she didn't have aunties or uncles with white handkerchiefs who would come and do like this and lock her womb. <laughs> she didn't have aunties, uncles 
Guys, who want, where is the ring they are going to give to go and speak? No, no, no. There was a family meeting. And in the family meeting, a prophecy was released over her before she entered into her marriage. What altars are we raising? Even your bridal shower now as a Christian crowd, we don't even know the difference. You think it's normal? It's not normal. Your bridal shower. We, we can't even watch well because we don't know whether you, you don't know. Your bridal shower. If I watch a bridal shower of another religion, I know. You, nobody will tell me that, oh, this is a bridal shower. By your own, I don't know. This one, the families, the place is quiet. I like it. When the place is quiet, it means I have engaged your mental faculties and you are, either you are happy or you are angry and your brain is working fast. So though you are in air conditioning, it is like you are feeling hot. It means your brain is just working. Clap for Jesus. So there, in her wedding, the family gathered and they prayed for her and they declared some things over her. I want us to look at it. Genesis 24, 58 to 60. Quickly. Something is leaving somebody right now. Something is leaving somebody right now. Somebody is scheduled to marry April next year. April next year. Around between 10th and 20th. And there is an agenda to cancel that wedding without the knowledge of the lady. But I stand in my office as your pastor and I declare that whatever the enemy has settled, it will backfire by fire. I see again a young man around the age of 29 there is a plot. Okay, there is a plot. Hey, Pastor, there is a plot. Around June next year to make your mother cry. But I stand again on this altar of prayer and I declare, let it backfire by fire. Give the Lord a clap offering someone. And they called Rebekah and said unto her, Will thou go with this man? And she said, I will go. So I told them in the first service, like as we do in our engagement. Ebefa, should I receive this gift? If I could speak a well out, I've said, Daddy, da. That was what Rebecca was doing. Should I receive this? Dad, did you know something? If you don't take these things, you have worried me. So Rebecca was saying the same thing. Take it and let's go. 59. And they sent away Rebecca, their sister, and her nurse. May you May you, in your lifetime, look at Rebecca's family. As she was going to marry, they were giving her a nurse. 
never be stranded in life. You never. Oh, Kwako, are you? You are going to marry. They are giving you somebody. They, they, they don't want you to pay a maid. They have given you somebody to nurse. Hallelujah. And Abraham's servant. Uh, wow. We want more children, so it's normal. And Abraham's servant and his, and his men. Now look at the last verse. My emphasis. And they blessed Rebekah and said unto her, Thou art our sister. Be thou the mother of thousands of millions, and let thy seed possess the gate of those who hate you. Hey, Rebecca. Who knows, who knows Rebecca? And yet she had a haters. Why are you worried when people hate you? If you are alive, you have people who hate you. You'll be good. Be like, be angel. Be angel. Even God provided everything for angels. Lucifer hated him. You'll be, be, be God. Just, just do like you, you are an angel. You, you, you have enemies. Even Jesus had enemies. Even Holy Ghost has enemies. He said, woe unto you. You can do every kind of sin. But if you don't know and you sin against the Holy Ghost, you will see. So as you are sitting here, you have people who will cry when you break through. But the blessing from the altar of God will make the activities of these people useless. They can work day and night. Their work will have no impact over you. I pray in the name of Jesus that the altar of God will be restored in your family and break down the chains of the enemy and allow the destinies of people to flow into glory. Little did they know that in the mood of prayer, they were repeating a prophecy God himself gave to Abraham. Genesis 22, verse number 15 to 17. So Abraham had taken the son to go and sacrifice. You know the story, I'm not going back. So at the point of physically clearing the boy, a voice came from heaven and we continue. He said, and the angel of the Lord called unto Abraham out of heaven the second time and said, by myself have I sworn, saith the Lord, for because thou hast done this thing and hast not withheld thy son, thy only son, look at what he said, that in blessing I will bless thee, in multiplying I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven and as the sun which is upon the seashore, and thy seed shall possess the gate of your enemies. Do you remember the other one? Do you remember the other one? This one came before Rebekah's own. But you see, the people were not there when God was speaking to Abraham. But on the altar of prayer in the family of Rebekah, they connected to the prophetic word. 
in the prophetic word you, you it, on the on the altar of god or on the altar of prayer when you build an altar of prayer in your house in your home in your family you can begin to speak into the life of your children speak into businesses in your house speak into the life of people in your family there must be a shift in your day there must be a stop of the enemy we must not allow prostitutes to continue to rise we must stop the homosexual we must stop the lesbians we must stop the madness we must stop strange diseases we must stop misfortune nobody in our family must continue to die before their time we don't want to bury people at 30 years at 40 years at 50 years at 60 years at 70 years we must raise an altar and upon that altar which is connected to the Lord Jesus Christ every activity of the enemy be it in the light or darkness as you are represented in the family when you stand in the morning and you begin to pray for your children woe is that woman woe is that man who wants to cant across the destiny of your children I decree and I declare in the name of Jesus and in the name that is above every other name in the satanic altar in your family that is drinking the blood of men and women and the satanic altar in your family that is destroying the marriages of people in your family and the satanic altar that has swallowed the stars and the glories of young men and young women and the satanic altar that is driving your generation into ungodliness and strange occultic practices in the quest to be rich in time I decree by the power of the Holy Ghost let those altars be crossed and let the altar of the Holy Ghost be raised in your family I pray for the Bediaku family I pray for the Ejei family I pray for the Nyaku family I pray for the Osai family I pray for the Tamaklo family I pray for the Ado family I pray for the Bafuot family I pray in the name of Jesus that let the reign of the Lord locate your family marriages will work destinies will work academic ladders will be raised we, we, we remove embargoes every embargo on any family every embargo on any life let those embargoes be lifted somebody shout I receive it in five minutes because of time I will show you something we have departed from the ancient path technology we visit Facebook first in the morning and not the altar of prayer but today I pray I pray that there will be Christian homes again. Else there will be so many churches. There will be so many Christians. And yet the salt of the Christian will be tasteless. You cannot be a national champion if you are not a local champion. And you cannot be an international champion if you are not a national champion. God is calling us
like Elijah to raise the altars in our families again. It's a call to duty. It's a call to responsibility. Angels won't come and do it for us. But we can begin wherever we are in our own small way and begin to raise altars of Christ in our families. Give the Lord a mighty clap of them. Let me show you maybe six ways in statement forms. Then we enter into prayer and we are done. Number one, how do I raise family altars? How? Number one, dedicate a room or a hall or a garden as a holy place that you meet God. God is everywhere, I know. Don't quote New Testament for me now. I know. God is in your house. God is in your car. God is in your house. God is at the workplace. God is in the shrine. God is in the satanic covens where witches meet. God is there. But you see, here, God is here too. But you know there's a difference. Are you here? You can't make a call here. You can't just be sitting there and take a call. Hello? Chale, chale, you are there, church. You did the dancing. If I come, then we go, we go go to the place. Today with the beds, might you the win. So you wedge me for there. And they go put them pay. Then pay me salary. And they go take some camp. You, you can't make that call here. Why? Because this place is holy ground. This is the house of God. In your home. So I'm starting from those who have homes. They are homes. And they are homes. So those who have homes. Create a room. Create a room. Every spiritual person who builds must build a room where you meet God. When you are building in your plan, let there be a room. A rooftop chapel. A room that you meet God. You don't do anything there, but you meet God. So those of who are here to build, it's a blessing. Create a chapel in your room. I pray with a family that runs a business. They have their chapel on top. When you enter, you will know that you have entered into God's presence. I went into Pastor Adeboye's prayer room. When you enter, you will know that you have entered into a prayer room. Create a room for prayer. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 16. Write it down when you go, you go and read it. Number two, if you don't have a home, dedicate a time. Both for those if you have a home and all that. But the next point is dedicate a time. Early in the morning. Not when you come back from work. Early in, when you wake up, dedicate a time. Specific time. So set alarms. Because everything you do for God must be deliberate. Set alarms. I'm giving you practical, I have over five alarms at midnight. One will by all means wake me up. Set alarms. 
and be disciplined to the time. Don't be throwing your phone away at the alarm. And put a very annoying sound on the alarm. Uh-huh, that one, when you wake up, don't go and put ta na na na. It will enhance you to sleep. Okay, so get a specific time. You can see that in Acts chapter 3, verse 1 to 12, where Peter and John were going to the temple. The Bible said, at the time of prayer. Okay, number three, they develop a morning devotion at home and engage your family members in it from children to adults. You think it doesn't work. It works. You let them come and sleep. When they are inside, they will sleep. But you let them be coming. It works. Engage each of them. One should pray. One should lead praise and worship. Don't be the only person sharing. Have a scheduled, we need Christian homes again. I pray that you'll be disciplined to do this. Have a scheduled morning devotion. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 20 says, You see, stop. Some of the radio pastors are not correct. Okay? They are sometimes skimmed. So they can they can give numbers to people to call them. And then they will just call them and they give testimonies to lure you to join. And the day you want you call, I don't go through. Have you realized? They don't want to say yes because if they say it, I'll catch them. Develop your personal morning devotion. Devotion. How do you know God? How do you, because one day you come face to face with an opportunity to deny your God. The level of your knowledge of God will determine the direction you go. Then they will give you a deal. And they said, you, 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 you won't take this till you do this. I remember my junior sister went, she filled some papers in the school here, university here. I won't mention the name, I will not be provoked. She had trails and she didn't tell me so. She was working with a financial institution till there was that massacre, 2016, 2017. They cleared everybody, so she was jobless. And I said, you bring me your set. I know one or two people, by the grace of God, they can give you a job. But not now. Please don't bring any certificate. Disclaimer. I waited for her two months. She was not bringing her code. Guess what? So she has trills. I said, ah, for seven years, you didn't tell me. Okay, now go back to your um, department or faculty and tell them that you are ready to write. She's done a project, but she has papers to write. When she went, the provost said he has to fire her. Huh? For some period, or not once. <laughs> ah. I said, what? Eh. Okay, the next time I'm going with, ooh, please don't, you spoil the matter. I said, yes, that's why I'm coming, I'm spoil the matter. <laughs> then later, the, Holy, the next day, the Holy Spirit spoke to me that no, get another place and let her do it. So you see that if it was somebody, she would not even come and tell you. She would go kule, go and service. 
For two weeks, she service. Then suddenly she will come and tell you, God worked the miracle. Bro, God is on our side. <laughs> Those testimonies you have been given, when we get to heaven, we will, we will see. We will see. The cars you made me dedicated, when we get to heaven, we will know. When we get there, we will know whether <laughs> it was out of your labor or it, another type of labor. Number four, spend time to learn the Bible in order to teach it to your children. You can't go and teach your uncles now. If you have children now, start teaching them the doctrines. Start from your children. Train them. Grow them in the doctrine of Christianity. Let them know. You think they, they will not... The mistake we have made is that we think they will not understand. But they go to school and they are writing exams and they are marking them. And when they leave the exams room, they know the ones they didn't answer. My son will come and tell me, Daddy, I missed one question in RME. And I know why. Instead of, Ejura, I said this. So if they can remember, and they can remember, haven't you forgotten how your children can remind you? My wife's phone got missing for so many years. Let's say two years or so. It was somewhere. After two years, when she found it, she forgot her password, the pattern. My son said, Bargain. <laughs> Little boy. He said, Let's bargain. I will show you the pattern. Then you take us out in Christmas. And she, he did it for him. Hey. <laughs> he had it. After two years, you are here. You don't want them to start buying Bible books for, her, for, for them. Let them read the Bible. They will read it. Put a challenge on it. Put a challenge on it. Let's begin to develop them. I have engaged the children, one of them, every Sunday afternoon, one of them, I pay them to come and train them in the word of God. They are looking at me. Pastor, I want to mean drum. I'm, 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 I'm busy. Okay? And there are Sundays when I'm here counseling you. When will I go back? At least for you, you go to bank. So Sunday, most of the times you are home. Or you work somewhere. Pay attention to your children. Pay attention to your children. Let them know what is right in the law. It's difficult, but let's start. Let them speak in tongues at a very early age. Oh, pastor, when they grow. No, they must speak in tongues. Seven years, they are speaking in tongues. They must pray. Something in the womb, the spirit of the Lord filled him. It's a serious thing, no? When they said that before seven years, a child can learn anything. After seven years, it's now becoming very difficult because they begin to learn their willpower. Let us not have a generation that will go off the way of the Lord. Amen. Number five, always remember that you are standing at the gate of people's destiny in your family and pray into them. Create that time and pray. Pray, pray, pray. Keep praying, keep praying, keep praying. It may not make sense, but keep praying. One day you will see the fruit of your labor. I want you to rise up and let's spend some time to pray. A clap. Meaning. Oh, Jesus.
into one. Since they are no longer two but one, verse 9, let no one split apart what God has joined together. Why do we have too many divorced people in our marriage, in our families? It's not normal. They are, even those who have divorced, they are not happy. So it's not like something that we cannot say. We have to say it and address it. Because it becomes a pattern that younger people can follow. We want to pray that the mistakes they made, we will not make it. That the altar of divorce, the altar of divorce in our families must come down this morning. Amen. We are praying that God will give our families stronger marriages, successful marriages. Lift your voice and begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Pray. We pray for marriages in the families. It will stand. It will stand. It will stand. It will stand. In Maluba Tamas, Sibranda Rabba, Rabba Baba Baba Shaba Baba, in Madaya Baba Baba Baba, in Dalaba Baya Dalaba Baba Baba Somebody pray. We come against the spirit of divorce. We come against the spirit of mistakes. We come against the spirit of unforgiveness. We come against the devouring serpent of divorce that dwells in our marriages and in our families. In the name of Jesus, marriages will succeed. Marriages will grow. 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 Marriages will succeed. What God has put together, let no man put asunder. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You want to pray for children in our families. Luke chapter 2 verse 52. That they will grow and be like Christ. They will grow the way Christ grew. The Bible said, and Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and all the people. We are praying that God, we are praying for children in our families. We are praying that God, they will grow like Christ in the name of Jesus. Lift your voice and begin to pray. You can go for your children now and let them be with you whilst we pray. And families should gather together and pray together 
You can gather with your children. You can gather with your family members. We are praying. It's a very prophetic act. We are speaking into children. Go for your children and come. Stand with your uncle. Stand with your sibling. Stand with your family member. We are praying for your family that the children will grow like Christ. They will not die before the attack. 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 They will not be kidnapped. They will not be kidnapped. They will not die by strange diseases. They will not be initiated. 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 They will not be initiated into strange religions, into strange cults. In the name of Jesus, they will not be initiated in food. They will not be initiated in drinks. They will not be initiated in the night. They will be preserved from wickedness. In the name of Jesus. We're going to pray. That is too loud for me. We're going to pray that the glory of God will fill our families. The glory of God will fill our families. Have you gone for your children? Bring the children to their parents. Parents, go for your children. Let's pray together. Don't worry, it's a family consecration service. Don't worry, we are praying. Get your children and let them be with them. We are praying that the glory of God will fill the house, will fill your family, will run through your bloodline. That it will not be said that, hey, that house, mm, that house, there are calamities, there are strange diseases. Lift your voice and pray that Holy Spirit, let the glory of God fill my house, fill my bloodline, fill my father's house. Lift your voice and pray. We present our families before you, Lord. Let your blood, let your glory, let your glory fill the house, fill our families in the name of Jesus. Place upon your family by witches and wizards in the incantation. Place upon your marriage by witches and wizards. We declare the power of God cause them to backfire. Every sin 
Tanikota, operating from your father's village, operating from your mother's village, we declare deliverance for you and your family in the name of Jesus. In the part of your life, in the part of your family that is under the control of the enemy, we decree and declare, let it be liberated in the mighty name of Jesus. I speak the blood of Jesus over your children, over your uncles, over your cousins. We decree and declare, let generational curses be broken in the name of Jesus. Let tragedies that hit families, we declare, let it be broken. Let evil cycles come to an end. We scatter the gathering of the enemy and we decree and declare, mighty men are rising from your family in the name of Jesus. We prophesy men who arise, women who arise in your family to serve the Lord. They will serve the Lord all the days of their lives. They will not depart. I prophesy owners of banks. I prophesy owners of companies. I prophesy owners of universities. I prophesy estate developers. I prophesy builders of churches. I prophesy church workers in your family. We are changing the narratives. Prophets are arising in your family. Pastors are arising. Apostles are arising. Your family will raise a president for the nation. Your family will raise MPs. I prophesy judges. I prophesy the lawyers. I prophesy doctors. I prophesy a new picture. A new picture for your family. A new picture for your family. A new picture for your family. A Katola, hey Katalamahaka, in the la 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 with Kata Satanic tables, with Kata Satanic papers, they will not find them again. We declare the fire of God will hit every demonic document upon which they execute their plans in our families. Maejanto, 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 Malibu Kataba, Lebra Katala. They will not find their documents again. They will not find their map again. They will not find their shadows again. I decree and I declare, let the altar that calls for blood premature death in your family is coming to an end. Premature death. You will not die before your time. You will not bury your children. Yo, you will not bury your children. You will not bury your children. You will not bury your child. Akele makotaya, akele makala guda. And now I decree and I declare that righteousness of the Lord will be risen in your family. People will get to know the Lord. The Lord will rule in your family. Salvation is coming for your family. I intercede for families. Let Jesus be known in Jesus' name. I want to anoint everybody.
as you have opened the door, you are diluting their condition. So let them come in and anoint the go. Help us with the song. Let's go. From generation to generation. Generation. So ushers, let them come. In families. Keep praising you. Yeah, no words you Make sure I anoint you. Then I ask the let Lord. them remain. Presence of the Lord enter into this family. Yes, Lord. Consecrate you, separate you unto the Lord. Yahweh, the King of Zion. We curse misfortunes, sudden death. We cancel it. Mightiness, greatness. Sing it. Let there be flow. Sing. Your ministry. Yes, Lord. This oil preserves. Will protect. It will increase.
Jesus. 
said every family should put an offering in an envelope and place on the altar as an act of faith. So we're going to sing again that envelope that God thank you for what you have done. as a family to continue birthdays examinations contract meetings interviews and travelings gather and pray let God come back to your house tell somebody bring God home tell the next person bring God home and tell yourself I'm bringing God back home give God a clap offering message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.